at knights.net. That's K-N-I-G-H-T-S dot net. Guadalupe Radio Network wants you to know the gospel reports that at two solemn moments, the baptism and the transfiguration of Christ, the voice of the Father designates Jesus his beloved Son. Jesus calls himself the only Son of God and by this title affirms his eternal pre-existence. In the centurion's exclamation before the crucified Christ, truly this man was the Son of God, that Christian confession is already heard. After his resurrection, Jesus' divine sonship becomes manifest in the power of his glorified humanity. He was designated Son of God in power according to the spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead. The apostles can confess, we have beheld his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Paragraphs 444 and 445 in the Catechism. Read and learn more today in the Catechism of the Catholic Church. K-A-T-H, 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you to this week's episode of We Sing Our Faith as I introduce you to an artist from the East Coast, and I'm just so happy to have with us today Teresa Peterson. Teresa, welcome to We Sing Our Faith. Oh, thank you, Julie, so much for having me. It is, uh, it's with a great uh, delight that I want to share with our listeners a little bit about where you've come from, that you started out doing secular music, which was very beautiful, by the way. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to start there because everyone has their beginning of their journey. And so I want to share a couple of the songs from your previous record, Say Something. And the two that I think give a nice overview, the first one is called Never Felt So Strong. Tell us about this song. Oh, yeah. Sure. So when I was writing these songs, for my, this was my first album I ever wrote and recorded and released myself. Um, it really encapsulates a time in my life where I had just moved to Nashville. It was my first time living on my own, originally from Minnesota. And it was really a, a time of self-discovery. It was always a dream of mine to move to Nashville. Um, so I was, like, living my dream, making no money, you know, <laughs> waiting tables. Um, <laughs> and I just, I had no contacts at all. I didn't have a job, but my parents moved me down there because they believed in my gift and they believed in my dream. And so they helped me, and then they hopped back in the car. And then left, and I was alone, a thousand miles from home. Oh. And yeah, but saying yes to God and to saying yes to that desire um, on my heart and what I really felt God was calling me to, I was really more excited than scared. Nice. So in that process, uh, I just started to go to different songwriters meetings and, and things like that. And I was able to meet other uh, colleagues and, and songwriters, and we were all at the same level of we all just moved there. We've been doing stuff in our hometowns, and what does it mean to live in Music City? Anyway, so this song, Never Felt So Strong, really kind of encapsulates the, um, it's definitely more in line of a uh, relationship, if you will, of a, of a relationship that it just doesn't work anymore. But it also kind of reflects that, that transition of saying, 
Um, I've never felt so strong to, to do what I, I always wanted to do. Oh, that's um, awesome. So I wrote this with my friend, my fullest guest. Oh, I like that. Well, listeners, we're going to hear where she's starting from. And already the quality of the music is beautiful. And I think you're going to just really enjoy this first song that we're going to share today from Teresa. So sit back and relax as we hear her sing for us now, Never Felt So Strong. Shadows on the wall boxes on the ground the sirens on the street and I'm haunted by the sound of the middle of the night sitting staring at the phone ain't it funny how the city can make you feel more alone oh I wish that things were different now but baby you ain't I can't do without Never thought I could be a survivor This broken heart would always stand in my way I was weak But I'm somehow moving on Now that you're gone I never felt so strong From the day we said goodbye But I still see you in the rear view And every time I close my eyes Open life and got no highway signs Baby, you went your way Now I'm going mine Never thought I could be a survivor This broken heart You know, as we were talking yesterday, um, it's very apparent that you've chosen to work with solid session players, people that are very, very good in their music and uh, and the way that they take what you've written and and the way that you work together with that. How awesome. Oh, it's it's really wonderful. And I have to say, too, that 
the first, the first album, I definitely bribed, coerced all of my friends who were crazy talented <laughs> and any connections they had to play on my album. Uh, we were all kind of doing it at the same time. And the, the amount of talent down there is just ridiculous. <laughs> so I was, I was felt so blessed to have all of my, my friends and, and other um, session players play on my my first record. It's funny how people are drawn to a particular area. It seems like each part of the country, every state, every major city kind of has what they're known for. And when you go to Nashville, mm-hmm. there's just something about that. There there are so many gifted people that are just drawn there to share together that gift of music. Um, I get that. The last uh, number of records that I've done were with a great group of people there in Brentwood, Tennessee. Uh, just a great group of people. And Steve Dady, who owns uh, Sunset Boulevard Studios, has just just been such a blessing in our ministry. So I get that. I really do. But now, oh, praise the Lord. I love Nashville. <laughs> I do too. I do too. I don't know if I would live there. I'm, I'm really, I've become an Arizona woman and I, I really love the weather here. Although I travel oh gosh, so much, yeah. I guess, you know, I guess wherever the Lord drops me, I'll, I'll bloom where I'm planted. But, uh, and it sounds like that's the case with you. Definitely. Nashville is, well, the climate was much better comparatively. The winters were much more mild than Minnesota. But after living there for three years, I definitely, the Lord was was pulling me out in a way. So I definitely understand that. It's an amazing place to visit. I loved my time when I lived there, but I'm also happy that I live in Philly now. So So the journey from Minnesota to Tennessee Mm -hmm. and now Philadelphia, what has taken you to Philadelphia? Well, so right around the time that I was feeling the Lord was calling me away from Nashville is right around the time I also met my future husband, James. So we did, uh, we met and we got engaged and then we got married in Minnesota, uh, lived there for uh, at least four years. And then when he was pursuing his schooling, he, he was applying to graduate schools and was actually accepted into a program at here at the University of Pennsylvania. So we packed up, we sold everything we had and and, uh, and packed up and moved out here. <laughs> oh, wow. What a journey of life. What a journey of life. It is. How great. Well, let's go to the next song. Tell us about okay. this one also from the Say Something record, and it's the song I Want In. Tell us about this one. Oh, yes. Oh, this one's very special to me. So at the time, this was a solo write. I wrote this one myself. And I was in uh, this relationship, but not a relationship. I'm sure that younger listeners can kind of understand when you're in your mid-20s and, and you're meeting somebody and nobody's making that first move and you like them. And, and so it was kind of written out of this place where instead of actually talking to the person about my feelings, I ended up writing a song about it. <laughs> but, uh, and it didn't work out, which is totally fine. But the song, I, I really love. I also love that moment in kind of any relationship where it's that, it's almost that breath before the plunge of, of that risk of, of sharing your heart. Nice. Oh, you know what? That is a perfect setup to this song. So again, listeners, we are still taking a listen to the secular project known as Say Something. And this song is just such a great example of the quality in which the way that Teresa writes. And of course, the way it was recorded is beautiful. So let's take a few minutes now as she sings for us, I Want In. Had to get away for a while These rainy streets carried me across town Telling 
Good. Very, very good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I, again, just that the quality, um, the writing is beautiful and the instrumentation and, and just the way that it, it's been produced really, it's, it's so beautiful. And, you know, there's something about where people will put this energy into secular music, where the writing, the production, the instrumentation, everything really has a, a high quality. It's a great standard. And how fantastic that you have taken that now into your music that shares your heart as a Catholic woman of faith. Where did that leap of faith take place? Where, what moved you from the secular-focused music to where you are now doing Catholic music? Oh, what a great question. And, and this is really a part of the heart of my testimony, too. So, um, so for me, I was 16 years old when I really felt the Lord like in prayer that he, he revealed to me, you know, in my heart, that I was really supposed to pursue music. Um, and it's funny at the time, like the words that he kind of laid on my heart was that I want you to sing for me and I want you to sing for them. But sometimes you never know with mm-hmm. the way that the Lord speaks to us through prayer and, and things, what that means. And, and so all I really took from it was that he wanted me to sing. And, um, and so I kind of had, I don't know, for a moment, maybe it was because I was young. I was like, I'm going to be the next Faith Hill, you know, <laughs> and, um, and so 
I really pursued, I did pursue the secular world, but also I wanted to, um, I think also just to, to really cut my teeth at songwriting to see how, how good could I be all of these, all of these things. And, and I didn't really feel a call to do full-time ministry, um, that maybe I could be an artist who was Christian. And so I pursued that line of thinking, uh, for the, for about almost 10 years. And, um, and, and I thought I was doing the Lord's will, and I think I was. And you look back, if you're really desperately trying to, to please the Lord with your life and the decisions you make, that like you ultimately are pleasing to Him. So, but I, I came to a point in about 2000, 2011, mm-hmm. I believe, and um, so I released the album. We'd been trying to tour um, and book regionally in Minnesota. We got, like, a couple things that was beautiful. We got the single to, to get on um, college and independent radio stations and, and even got to have a chance to play at South by Southwest in Austin. Mm-hmm. But it's me, Julie, because when I was done and the first time in my life, everything was organized and going full board for music. And I was miserable. Mm-hmm. And it was so shocking. And, um, and it just really felt like very fruitless. Mm-hmm. So I remember there was a time when my husband and I were looking at finances and it was about that time to record a new project. And we were looking at the finances and it was like, okay, either we record the new project or we pay off the car. <laughs> <laughs> and at that moment, I was just so burnt out and, and kind of done that I was like, you know what? I would really like to pay off the car. I would like to see some tangible benefit to the things that we're doing with our lives. And, and I just, I, I ended up walking away mm-hmm. uh, from, from music. And, and it was interesting because it felt at the time that the Lord had put me in the tool shed, you know? Right. That he given me all these gifts. I had tried to do my best with what I thought he wanted me to do. And I ultimately didn't want to bless it and use me. <laughs> so oh, wow. I was like, well, I guess I will plant flowers out with friends, like be a normal person, and and so I did that, and and um and so I thought maybe then looking back, was it perhaps music was something I did in my twenties? Fast forward uh, to 2013, we moved to Philadelphia. That was never on the plan, <laughs> but it, that's where the Lord brought us, and out of nowhere, um and through like minuscule connections, people at the Archdiocese uh, of Philadelphia found out I was a musician, and they started hiring me and, and paying me and. They were so excited that I was a Catholic musician. Um, I started leading worship again, and I was finding so much joy in the fact that I had been, I, I was being valued. <laughs> my gifts were being valued. My talent was being valued. Um, and all of a sudden, just through really the Holy Spirit, um, bringing people up through Nashville, there's this, this huge Catholic community of artists down there that just has exploded in the last few years. And so that avenue opened up for me. Nashville came back. It was just, Julie, it was a complete resurrection. And um, and so from that, I mean, I was terrified. I was like, Lord, are you bringing Nashville back to my life? I don't know what that means. I left kind of feeling like the doors had closed very tightly. Music had died for me. P.S. Don't you remember how bad that was? <laughs> um, and he was just constantly saying, Teresa, now I am the God of resurrection. I am the God who, like, brings life. I am the one who can, like, walk you out of the tombs. And so he was just um, really encouraging me to trust him. (laughs) And and so I kept saying yes and yes and yes. And then all of a sudden all of these new songs started coming up. 
out of my heart, and and then this project came up, and it was this beautiful thing where the the Lord and living through a death and resurrection um, is is truly probably the most amazing thing I think. Um, as artists, I know we all kind of go through different you know hills and valleys, but um, this one he definitely has restored a, a dream and a vision and is, is seeing it through to completion. Wow, wow, boy, that yeah. is an amazing, amazing journey. <laughs> Um, so let's Thank get you. into this new record. I love this. And mm-hmm. listeners, you are going to be so doubly blessed because you are now going to hear that great, beautiful, professional, lovely writing and and production in a way that truly honors and glorifies our Lord. And so the very first song we're going to go to on the new record is the title track, Freely Fully. In one minute, mm-hmm. set this one up for us. Freely Fully. I was looking at my husband. We were having a moment. I go, I love you freely. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I love you fully. And I was struck. I was like, oh, inspiration. Uh, and so I just um, sat down at the piano and prayed with that song and that inspiration. And that's what came out of it. Oh, my goodness. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's be blessed as we hear Teresa sing this one for us. Freely, fully.
very, very nice. You know, you can't help but think of the theology of the body on that one. <laughs> oh, it's so true. And then I um, I definitely thought about that one for sure as a song and adoration, too, and, and divine mercy and just all of those things and how the Lord pours himself out to us and, you know, and then oh. also we pour each other out for for um, our classes and everything, too. So Absolutely, absolutely. And this next song that we're going to go to, I think really speaks to what you were saying in your witness, that when you let go of something, even though it felt right, even though you poured so much energy into it, when it doesn't feel right and you have the courage to walk away from it, and then when God reveals the truth, the fullness of what he's actually calling you to, he does call us to something higher, something higher than this world, something higher than anything we're going to experience here once we give ourselves fully to his plan. And of course, it's a song... Um, calling me higher. Tell us about this one. So Psalm 42, uh, as the deer longs for the stream, so my soul longs for you, O Lord. And uh, as deep calls to deep, I was uh, praying with Dio Divina with a couple of friends, and that psalm happened to be the one that we were reflecting on, and that just kept ringing in my head, as deep calls to deep, as deep calls to deep. Um, And it was during this time where the Lord was bringing music back that um, it was time for me to start writing for the record, and I was terrified because I didn't know if I would be able to write again. Mm-hmm. I hadn't written in a couple of years, and it was good. And so I just said yes to the Lord and inspiration and the Bible and just sat there and um, allowed the Holy Spirit to, to, to come in and to pray, and the song came out of that. Oh, absolutely gorgeous. Well, again, listeners, let's be blessed as we hear Teresa sing now, Calling Me Higher. <laughs>
just joined us today on We Sing Our Faith. I am your host, Catholic recording artist and inspirational speaker, Julie Carrick. And it is always a privilege and a delight to share my colleagues with you. And for the information about Teresa and her music, as well as all of the artists that you hear each and every week, please visit the website, WeSingOurFaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org. That's the website. And of course, the toll-free number is 1-888-880-MUSIC. Again, that number is 1-888-880-6874. And we are here to connect you with many of today's Catholic recording artists around the country. And now we're going to continue with Teresa. And uh, Teresa, give us your website. We're going to, of course, have a link to your site at We Sing Our Faith. But for folks to Great. reach you directly, what is the best way for them to contact you? Absolutely. It's Teresa Peterson Music. So that's T-E-R-E-S-A and Peterson, P-E-T-E-R-S-O-N, music.com. Perfect. Teresa yeah. PetersonMusic.com. And of course, we will have that link there as well. And now let's continue to this next one. And I have to tell you, I'm going to steal from you. Is that okay? Oh, sure. Of course. <laughs> I was, when I was listening to the music yesterday, as I was kind of preparing our timeline, the song Safe Harbor just the title of it grabbed me. And uh, I have to tell you, I have this image whenever um, I, I'm from Michigan originally. And every time I walk out on the pier in Manistee, I walk out on the pier and I'll be doing that in July. Praise the Lord. Um, I walk out on that pier and there is the rough side of the lake and, and Lake Michigan is huge. And as the, as the waves come in, and they crash against that that bridge wall or the, the break wall as you're walking out on the uh. pier. On the one side, it's so turbulent and just so crazy. And then on the inside of that harbor, it is safe. The boats come in and you watch them just gently slide into their place. And I, I picture that every time I go there. And so... I, I have to write this summer, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I want you to tell our listeners about this one, Safe Harbor. I love this song. Oh, that's such a beautiful visual. Um, so, so this song um, is actually the, the oldest song that I've had. Um, this is the, actually the very first song, Early Fall of the Lord Gave Me. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny, now looking back, like, duh, no, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that. When it, so when I moved to Nashville and I was in my um, I was in my little apartment and um, and just really praying that I could write songs. I was always a singer predominantly and really didn't have much experience writing before I moved down there. And um, and so I just had prayed that the Lord. It was kind of the one time that I feel like the Lord really came through when I was begging for something. Sometimes when you beg the Lord, you you don't really get the answer you want, but this time I begged and, and it happened. And um and this song came out and it was just and it was it was about the Lord and it was such a, a, a love song for him and and it and that song actually ended up opening up more doors where I was able to um write with other people because I could at least show them one song I had written and this was the one song I had written and um and this was the song when I moved to, to Philadelphia. This was the song again mm-hmm. when I was asked to play one of my original songs and this had happened to be about Jesus because it was an adoration. And oh. this was the song. Oh, yeah. And this was the song that opened all the doors again. And so this song very much has 
special, uh, special place in my heart. Um, so, so that's, that's really the story behind Safe Harbor. Oh, I love it. I just love that. Well, again, listeners, yeah. I, I keep saying this phrase today that you'll be blessed, but you are. You, you are being blessed in this. Um, it's such a great heart that we are hearing from today. And that shared so beautifully with her voice and the writing and the instrumentation. Let's just take a few minutes now as we hear Safe Harbor. <laughs> My safe harbor, my soul's retreat in the middle of winter. myself in my safe harbor, my safe harbor, my lifeline, ever unchanging, through sands of time. And I'm so in love with you, my safe harbor Hey, my safe harbor You are the ocean, you are the sun You are the mountains, you're all I want Completely My beloved is mine My safe harbor My soul's retreat In the middle of winter That is fantastic. That is just fantastic. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my, I just I just love it. And and of course this is going to take us to the last song from the uh, Freely Fully CD. Um, but before you talk about this one, what is the best mm-hmm. way for listeners to um, to have the experience of having you come to their community? I mean, is it a pretty simple thing? Do you come by yourself? What does a what does an event look like with you? Sure. Well, um, this is perfect. It's a perfect segue, Julie, because I'm booking for the summer and the fall. Great. So, um, <laughs> so for uh, for me, it's um, it's contact at TeresaPetersonMusic.com. And so 
so basically, I'm, I'm very flexible with whatever needs that a parish or, or Catholic school or organization is looking for. Um, with a lot of the tour that I'm doing here this spring is mostly me. Mm-hmm. So it's acoustic, um, so acoustic guitar and piano, and I bring my own setup um, for some bigger shows uh, later on. Like we're having a youth rally here in Philadelphia, and uh, we're just outside of Philadelphia, and that'll be full band, nice. and which is so exciting. So you can get just so much more texture and dynamic, and you can pray with the music so much better. Um, and so I'm excited for that. So it's the budget there, like the band is there, and then I also have an acoustic trio, um, which is just you know. Minus the bass player, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's nicer if you want a, a, a slightly fuller sound, but um, not as full as like a harsh like uh, drum kit. Right. Um, everything's more acoustic, and, right. um, but has a little bit bigger dynamic range. Awesome, awesome. So it sounds like you really have thought this through as far as what is appropriate in the worship space and the sanctuary area, what is more appropriate for maybe an outside or or a festival kind of feel, whether you're in a school. But the heart and the music is shared, and I think that's what makes this so beautiful. Thank you. Thank oh, you very much. Goodness. Oh, gosh. Well, now to, the, to take us um, to the final song, He Makes All Things New. Tell us about this one. So, um, so this is another one I'm, I'm really excited about, too. Um, and it's the, it's the second single from my EP. Um, and also, I have titled the, the tour, uh, He Makes All Things New, Spring Tour. And, and, and so subsequently through the rest of the year, to really let that be like that anthem for this year of mercy mm-hmm. that Pope Francis has declared. And and for us to be made new of how, like, in Revelations 21.5, Behold, I make all things new. And, um, you know, that scene in The Passion of the Christ where um, where, where Mother, his mother, uh, Jesus' mother, and, and Jesus is carrying the cross, and he falls, and she comes to meet him, and, and, he, and he gets up, and they make eye contact, and they have this moment. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and he says, see, you know, see, Mother, I make all things new. Mm-hmm. And, and so, like, a couple of those things just stay with me forever. Because um, I only saw that movie once. Mm-hmm. And, but that line was so powerful. And when I was in the process of writing for the album again, um, that kind of came up as I was, really working and, and writing and and it really ends up being more of an anthem of what the resurrection process was for me mm-hmm. but as well as what mercy is uh, for for all of us and how available that is wow wow what an incredible image what an incredible way yeah. to look at the mercy and it's so many times we can take a phrase like that, he makes all things new, and we feel the warm fuzzies. But when you realize where right. that comes from, the deep in your heart, knowing what he's willing to do in order to make all things new, what he was willing to suffer for us, and like you said, to lead us by mercy, through mercy, into a life of resurrection, that no matter where we've come from, no matter what we've done, he is there but by his stripes, we are healed. And by that, we are, um, things are made new. That That's amazing. Yeah. It's beautiful. God well, is so good. <laughs> all, all the time. All the time. Well, all the time. I'm, oh, I'm, and all the time, God is good. Amen. Yes. Amen. Well, Amen. let's take a few minutes right now and truly just let your hearts um, feel the love and the mercy and, and whatever is inside. 
Maybe there's something that you've been holding on to that you really need to just let go of and allow God to transform and be made into something new in your life. Let's just pray for that opportunity now as we hear Teresa sing for us, He Makes All Things New. captives free when we thought all was lost redemption came to sing our love's endless song and set our hearts aflame aflame cause he
very, very, very nice. Teresa, thank you, thank you again so much for taking the time with us today. Oh, I'm so happy to have been here and to chat with you, Julie, and, and thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. And I'm, I'm happy to tell you that we have quite a few new stations on the Guadalupe Radio Network who have joined us throughout Alabama and Florida, um, as well as all of the other stations who have just been so fantastic on the Guadalupe Radio Network, as well as the networks around the country um, who are individual um, um, solo, net, uh, solo radio stations. Uh, who play the program every week. So I just know as your message goes out, um, so many people will be blessed, and I hope your phone will just ring off the hook as people call oh you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and have you come out to yeah, the communities. <laughs> so, oh, gosh. And listeners, as always, the website to be connected with all of the artists is wesingourfaith.org. We sing our faith.org. That's the site. The toll free number 1-888-880-6874. Now to take us to the top of the hour, I want to share a couple of songs from my recordings. And as Teresa was talking about these incredibly gifted musicians in Tennessee, I know I've mentioned them before, but I am so blessed to have some of these awesome, awesome godly men and women who have worked on projects for me and for the other artists here at Carrick Ministries. So let's take a listen from the In the Waiting Project, Psalm 91. He rescues you from the snares of the fowlers, hoping to destroy you. He covers you with His pinions, and you find shelter his wings. You need not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrows flying in the daytime. Neither the plague stalking in the night, nor the scourge that wreaks havoc in the light of day. Refuge and make it. 
can say to Yahweh, my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I trust, my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I trust. No disaster can ever overtake you. No plague come near to your dwelling. He will put you in His angels' charge to guard you wherever. CD, also recorded in Tennessee, and really highlighting the skills and the heart of Dave Cleveland, a phenomenal guitarist, and the woodwind player that you've been hearing and, and will hear on this song, Sam Levine. Desire and I love 
information about all of the artists, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org. And until next week, may God bless you and keep you. Boldly proclaiming the truths of our Catholic faith, this is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Hello, my name is Liz Mertz. My husband, Bill, and I own Master Tech Auto Repair and Planning. We are proud sponsors of Catholic Radio. Our family has been parishioners of St. Gabriel's and McKinney for many years. Master Tech is a full-service auto repair for all vehicles, from oil changes to complete engine replacement or transmission service. We are located just across the street from St. Mark's Parish in Plano. You can contact us at 972-578-1841 or www.mastertechplano.com. Thank you, and may you have a blessed day. The Religious Sisters and Consecrated Women in the Diocese of Dallas invite high school girls from 10th through 12th grade to meet the sisters and hear about their life. The day starts with Mass in St. Rita's Parish in Dallas at 10 a.m. on Saturday, February 25th. Then join the sisters for a brunch and hear about their vocation stories and life in the community. For more information, contact Tammy Grady at tgrady at regnumchristi.net or call 214-907-9906. The Guadalupe Radio Network thanks Little Elm Eye Care for their support of local Catholic radio. Little Elm Eye Care is owned by Drs. Burt and Leslie Bubella, parishioners of St. Francis of Assisi Parish in Frisco. They specialize in family vision care, comprehensive eye exams, contact lenses, and the treatment of eye diseases and injuries. Little Elm Eye Care is located at 1200 East El Dorado Parkway, Suite 100, across from the Little Elm Athletic Complex. They can be reached by calling 972-2920-900 or on the web at littleelmeyecare.com. Car raffle season has arrived, and this year, on February 